成功的秀。Shit! It is really the holiday season, bitch. We zoomed right through Hanukkah, <laughs> right on through. We had an awesome live show in Los Angeles. It was so fun. It was magical. It was really funny. I'm all meeting all the Glomies is always. I know they're so、amazing. cool. They're cool and normal and nice and like pretty and they're just awesome. Highlighter always on point. Oh, it really did feel like a some sort of like family celebration evening. We unpacked a really disturbing Instagram TV video from Julianne. Oh no,、Instagram. I don't even. Want, I'm like haunted by that unpacking. I'll never forget it. It was it a was, nightmare. It was a Christmas nightmare. Oh my god! It was so fun, and thanks to Jamie Lee for coming out and. She was a, such a great guest. We have to get her on an in studio episode. She's amazing. We didn't even get to go through her makeup bag. Oh shit! We have a lot to do with her. We all, damn, we got a lot. Get her on.、Um, so right now, today things are a little different. Caroline, why don't you set the scene? Well, um, <laughs> usually we record in a studio or in a living room, but today we're recording from Esther's sick bed. <laughs> Esther is patient zero. With the broken pinky toe. With a broken pinky toe, and I feel like I'm in a in the sick ward in like a 18th century hospital. <laughs> You're in your last days. There's like sweat soaked rags strewn <laughs> about the room. You've come from the future with your leopard print skirt, your hoochie skirt. I like my hoochie. It's、skin. oh, are you kidding? I remember that skirt when you were. I、yeah. think you had it in Chicago or something, and I was. Yeah. I wanted it. Like I want that skirt more than anything. It's a skirt by Realization Par, and I only got it because so many fashion bloggers posted themselves wearing the skirt. It's a great skirt. Anyway. Anyway. Um. So today we're here. Look, it's. I broke my toe. I'm still deciding if I'm going to go to Japan or not. I have to make that decision tomorrow. We'll see. I know you're rooting for me. I'm rooting. I'm manifesting that you're gonna go. I think you should go. I say, get a wheelchair, get a leg scooter, and you haul your ass over to Japan and you enjoy the hell out of it. And you definitely take it easy on the walking. I would say even do minimal walking. Are you okay if I go to Japan and I just like am basically in my hotel room or at a dinner and that's no, it? No, you bring the wheelchair, and you do and you do a little sightseeing in the wheelchair. One hundred percent. Oh God! Do I don't you... understand what's so wrong. I mean, having to be in a wheelchair because it's medically necessary, girl. That's what we call a fun break <laughs> from the daily monotony of walking. <laughs> Esther, you love to sit more than pretty much anyone I know, and yet you're so resistant. Well, I feel bad that Dave would have to push me in a wheel. You know, he's not exactly in superhero shape.、Mm-hmm. Love you, Dave. <laughs> I'm not asking Dave to push you up. You know, steep hills. Yeah, just a little jaunt to a coffee shop, and you know, 
in the town square. <laughs> it's easy. I'm, I'm, I know where I stand on this issue. Should you come with and be the wheelchair assistant? <laughs> <laughs> this is the role I was born to play. <laughs> I was hoping you'd ask. <laughs> Finally. Um, I mean, my upper body strength has never been, never been more on point. I could push the shit out of wheelchair. My pecs. I'm flexing right That's now. That's what I'm saying. Is like, you can do this. I know. Give me a hill. I'll do that thing where I turn the wheelchair around and I pull you upstairs <laughs> one by oh, one. Fuck. I would want to do that. Wow. That would, I mean, at that point, we would definitely be in a committed relationship. Should I wear a Dave <laughs> costume or... <laughs> um, so we are here today. It's the end of the year. This has been, this has been a year. I, I, I also want to call it right now. That 2018 is the year of oat milk. Yes, it was. Is there any other way to put it? No. I'm sorry. I just got distracted because I could hear donuts softly (laughs) licking something. 2018 was absolutely the year of oat milk, Esther. You're so right. And it wasn't wasn't so straightforward because we've gone on roller coaster rides with what brand we like. Esther, where do you stand? What is your top? So I started with Oatly, the blue carton, the the pedestrian Oatly, not the barista one. Uh, That was my number one tried and true for a while. And then I discovered Pacific brand barista blend, not Pacific brand regular. It has to be Pacific brand barista blend. And I was really changed. And I think it's, I think that's the best one. It's the lowest in sugar content. It's just, it's creamy. It's, it's the best oat milk right now for Mm. me. I'm so happy for you. And have you found a way to purchase? I found a barista website. I purchased two cases of it. That was the minimum order. Have they come yet? Yes. And it is, it's a burden, if if anything. How much would I have to pay to buy one off you? We can discuss that off air. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm open to negotiation. <laughs> it's a black market purchase, so we don't want to like publicize, you know. No, we could get arrested. Yeah. You'll get held up in customs with your broken toe. <laughs> oh no. If this podcast gets in my own hands. It was the year of oat milk. It was the year of matcha for me personally. Oh. I mean, I have just been balls deep in a passionate love affair with matcha. Right now, my favorite matcha that I just think is the easiest to just dump and go is Vital Proteins Mm. Matcha. Something about the formulation, other matchas you have to whisk and break your damn back just to get a fucking cup of matcha. If I make my own matcha and there's like chunks, I'm really not into that. I never have that problem with Vital Proteins. Wow. And there's collagen in it. 2018 has also been the year of collagen. That's true. Do you think that because I have a broken bone, I need to be consuming collagen? Absolutely. Oh, fuck. Okay. I think that's a must. I need to get on that. You better be having your collagen, your D, your C. You definitely need your calcium. Really? I am shit. Your bones are brittle. They, I mean, they're so brittle. I mean, if brittle. you crack that shit on a foam roller, <laughs> girl, we're dealing with compromised bone mass. Fuck. Sally Field, if she were here, she would be pushing the Boniva on you. <laughs> I love Sally Field. Me too. Um, it's So it's not, you know, it's not the last episode of the year, but we're winding down. And today we're here. We want to talk a little bit about some end of the year favorites, because why not? I have some great faves that I haven't talked about on the podcast yet that have really become staples. Staples. For wow. Me. Do you want to hit me with some? I do. Um, I'll start with I'll start with the foundation. I 
love foundation. It's a, pretty much a must put on when I'm going to work. Are you wearing this foundation right I'm now? I'm wearing this foundation right now. Okay, I can, I can visually confirm that it is very nice. This foundation I mean, is, the lighting in here is... No, I'm just kidding. Damn. <gasps> this foundation's a cult classic. I've read about it so many times, seen so many YouTubers do videos with it. I feel like I just kind of disregarded it, never gave it a chance. I have no idea. Are you going to say Coke and Dough? I'm not gonna say Kogendo. This is not really per se a foundation, but actually a CC cream. It's the It Cosmetics Your Skin But Better CC Cream. Tell me everything. Okay, so you've heard about this foundation, right? So many YouTubers, so many people write about this foundation. It's yeah. like you go to Sephora.com and there's a billion reviews. It's I've also never tried a CC cream. Like I need to know everything. As far as I know, a CC cream just combines like the best of multiple worlds. Mm -hmm. Like it's moisturizing. Maybe there's like some skin soothing ingredients in it. And I think often there's a sunscreen in it, mm. which is really, that's it for me right there. I mean, a sunscreen in your foundation, that's a game changer. Because yeah. I'm at this point now where it's like I'm getting out of the house and I'm putting on serums, a moisturizer, a sunscreen. It's like, how many layers am I going to do? So this foundation... Not only does it have a sunscreen in it, it's an SPF 50 physical sunscreen. Wait. What? what? I don't know how I didn't know this. An SPF 50 physical sunscreen. Oh my God, I need this. The thing that I will say is that it's a more high coverage foundation, which okay. I love. It's like, I put that on, my sunscreen's taken care of, all my little imperfections are blurred, I don't need to go in with a concealer, I'm good to go. And it's just a smooth canvas. It blends in beautifully, but it is more high coverage. Hmm. But I really love it. I think it's $38 at Sephora, which is a great deal. I mean, I don't know what it was about It Cosmetics. It was the branding or something. I just never, I paid them no mind. It, I felt like they came out of nowhere really like fast and hard. Like they must have, you know, sent to every huge beauty vlogger and got right in Sephora. Like, they just came so hard and fast that it almost, like, scared me. Mm. You know when it's like someone has too much advertising happening? Yes. And that kind of turned me off. And also, I do think you're right. Like, the branding isn't, like, there's nothing special or cute about it. Not at all. It's the opposite of cute. It's just, like, it's just blah. But they're clearly, they've, like, got it going on. No, that CC cream is insane. It's, like, I already bought a second one to t keep in my gym bag and I have one at home oh. like I now cannot leave the house without it I mean I love don't get me wrong I love my more low coverage foundations when it's the weekend mm. or when I'm just like chilling around the house or I'm just going to a movie or something but when you got to go to work and you got to like look presentable and like you got shit going on this thing is like easy especially when you have a quick morning it just like takes care of three steps yeah that's cool it's huge and I really like it it's a must it's 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 huge honestly congrats <laughs> thank you thank you um okay so i have a bag of some of my 2018 favorites my first one oh, is some of them so you know i'm just sometimes i'm so predictable my first one is something that i discovered in 2018 oh god and it's something i went so hard for so fast and i couldn't be prouder girl you were rock hard <laughs> it's the bite beauty agave lip mask and the particular shade that i'm or flavor i guess the one that i'm gonna say that i'm standing for the hardest is why can't i read it i don't see it. the name on here that's good it's 
I swear this doesn't have the flavor on it. Candy cane, peppermint? No, I love that one, but this is the red tinted one. It doesn't have a scent, but it's just tinted in red. And maybe it maybe it doesn't have a flavor because it's, it's com there's no flavor. Right yeah. There. It's completely unscented. Yeah, which I have some of their scented ones and I like them because they're not artificially fragranced. Mm, but they have that nice maple-y, agave -y scent. Yeah, there's something there. It's it's a sweet smell. But basically, I love this one because I love this product. But this tint is the exact right amount of like a little kiss of a sexy, slutty red. Like, but just a touch of it. Mm. So if I like want to look cute and have that red lip look, but not look like I'm trying, this is my, this is the one I'm grabbing. Mm, I love a, a red chapstick tint. Mm -hmm. Like shout out to bomb.com and cherry. Oh yeah. That hits you with a little flush. Yeah. How did you, how do you rank the other flavors you tried this year? I like them. You know, I, there was a moment where I was really loving the lavender, but I think now that I know how strongly I feel about that red tinted one, not to be confused with candy cane, because candy cane has a light red tint, but it's not the same as this one. And, but I just, I always want to have that red tint on my lips if I'm using a, a mask. So this is the one I'm going for. Last question. Yeah. Where do the agave sticks rank? Those are still huge for me. I still love those because I don't always want to be using my finger to apply. Oh, so filthy. Yeah, so I definitely am still really into the stick. That should have been in my bag too, maybe. Girl, I'm proud of you. You found your ride or die lip balm this year. I mean, I find a new ride or die lip balm like literally every two months. Let's but be fucking honest. <laughs> sure as hell this one it. is really good though. Okay, if we're talking lip products, I when found aren't we? When when <laughs> aren't aren't we? I am. I got so into gloss this year, going yeah. on and off. Accutane, as you know, I have a theory that gloss covers up lip chat. As you know, I disagree. <laughs> we all know, and you know, agreed to disagree, and I beg to differ. And potato, potato, you know, <laughs> I am pretty into the Fenty gloss bomb. That's a great gloss, but I think I found. The next level. What? Gloss. This gloss is by Pat McGrath. Oh my god. Don't, Can I say what that is? We'll get to that in a second. So Pat McGrath has her Lust lip glosses, and I have it in the shade Blitz Gold. My friend told me about it because she read about it in Emily Ratajkowski's Top Shelf, I believe. Ooh. And it was presented as like a gloss that catches the light perfectly. And that is the exact perfect way to describe this gloss. It has, like, in the tube, it looks pretty gold. But it's just full of this, like, rich, reflective gold spark shimmer. Will you apply it right now? I will. I have Kylie underneath and, like, a whole mess of the day stuff. So just bear with. It might be a little clumpy and chunky. Okay. So bear with. But I'll swatch it for you on my hand. This gloss, I don't know if it's my skin tone or what. It just sits perfectly First, smell it. It's that perfect vanilla. Oh, that's really nice. It's that perfect, like... I didn't even... How did I miss Pat McGrath's lip gloss? Okay, so I don't know if you can see. That's really nice. It's totally gold, totally beautiful. And this color is sold out everywhere. <gasps> it's impossible to find. My friend bought it on the Met website. The what? The Metropolitan Museum of Art has like what? a Pat McGrath pop-up. Why? Because it was sold out everywhere. But why do they Can sell? you see it? 
the light is so bad in my bedroom. Oh god, is that bad? <laughs> it's really nice. And it's it's not that sticky. I like how it's it's very light. I I look at that Let through me the loop it on a little more. I think it's going to be hard for me to get a real read of it just because you have stuff underneath it. I can tell that it's too golden for someone like me, but might I think be. with your might skin, be. it's definitely a to very my pretty. Yellow, to my yellow-toned sisters, mm-hmm. girls with yellow tones in their skin, run, don't walk. That's all I'm going to say. Mm-hmm. This gloss is a game changer. It looks good alone. I like it with a little lip liner and then slathering this on. It's a beautiful gloss. It's really pretty. It really just complements the skin so well and that's really hard to find like a gold tone gloss i really wanted to find my ride or die pat mcgrath product this year just because i love and respect her so much so much but i i've been trying a few things and i haven't found one special pat mcgrath product but i will say that i know kimber my makeup artist on crazy ex-girlfriend used it on me used her palettes on me a lot and was just raving at the quality of those eyeshadows Thing. It's like I feel like you have to be so good at eyeshadow to those palettes are they're a mixed bag. Mm-hmm. They're everyday shades in them. There's some standalone shades, but like at the end of the day, you have to really know what you're doing mm-hmm. to like really make those palettes work for you. And when I've got my makeup done with a Pat McGrath palette, usually they'll have like two different Pat McGrath palettes out and they're like mixing and matching colors in both palettes. And that's not really cost effective yeah. for someone at home. One thing one big change for me that happened towards the end of this year uh, in the last two months was I've been very into nude lip colors for a while now. I want to say almost two to three years. And I feel like something changed for me in November of this year where I am now hitting my red, my red era. I'm just, I'm ditching the nudes. And I that's why it's like I almost would have said Pat McGrath wow. 1995 was a wow. favorite. But I think I'm really moving past the nude shades and I'm moving into reds. And I have a red today. I Is it? Your ride or die red? Yes, I do. It's that's actually in my jacket pocket. So it's not in this room. But I can tell you what it is. It's by Kosas. Oh. Who I fucking love Kosas. Um, K-O-S-A-S. And it's the shade Phoenix. Mm. It's my perfect red. It's not too blue. I still don't know what my perfect red undertones are, but this red has been perfect for me. It's not too blue red. It's not too warm red. It's just like a really nice plain and simple red. And when I throw that on, I feel... I don't know, it just makes me feel really sexy and really pretty. Mm. Especially that with my leopard coat. Like That's such a Courtney love... Is like, it? It's that leopard coat was giving me just like Courtney Love grunge cover of sassy, mm. just like '90s style icon. I feel like we've been in this nude lip era, and I'm ready to transition into red. I just, I don't know. I feel so sexy when I'm in a red lipstick. There's something about it. I mean, it's so classic. It's classic. It's iconic. It's like that's it the classic red lip that yes. is like glamour personified it looks good on every skin tone every skin shade like it's just red there's something about it to me that is just i like keep going back to that it's like sexual it's very well it makes your mouth look like a big engorged pussy okay <laughs> think about it it's like i think there are studies that say like the reason lipstick is like attractive is it mimics like the look of an engorged vagina I mean, think about baboons. They oh, bend no. over and once they she show their red. Once she says baboons, we got to call it a night. <laughs> I'll just say this, and I'll keep it real short. 
I'm sure we've all seen pictures of engorged red baboon <laughs> asses and genitals. We okay. <laughs> they look like that to attract mates, and our lips are mimicking that. Well, and you studies know, show this ruined it all for me. Studies show. <laughs> studies show. Studies. <laughs> no more studies. Um, I, I, I just look it up. <laughs> I have like one more fave that I could talk about. Okay, I, you know, and this this is a shorter episode today because we're, you know, you've been work you worked late. You came here after a double a, a shoot day at Corden, which oh, I is met Giselle today. I mean, fucking. Excuse me. An acid pad. Forget it. Tell us. We can finish our favorites in the next part. Like what? Okay, so meeting Giselle was everything I wanted it to be. Bitch is so tall, and bitches, she is that bitch. She's so beautiful. She was wearing, I'll never forget this. This was it to me. Light gray, almost white leggings. Oh. Not, not possible. Not for every girl. Not for every girl, let's just say. And she just looked so tight and so right. And she was just glowing beyond belief. She, she shook everyone's hand. She shook my hand. And that's saying a lot. Was she nice? She was really nice. She was laughing really hard at the script. But my favorite thing is she was like asking us what time this pre-tape was going to end and like what time this other thing was going to start because she wanted to go to the Grove in between to do something at the Grove. To do what? I couldn't really tell. But the thought of Giselle at the Grove has been giving me a lot of strength today. It's so funny. That does remind me of me when I'm shooting something. I'm always, like, trying to negotiate the time if I have, like, 20 minutes to go run and get, like, an ice cream or something. Right. (gasps) Giselle was definitely pulling an Esther. (laughs) She was really evoking your spirit in that one moment. She she really, like, leaned into being the nicest person which is they all do that. I don't know why. It's like of course that's much better than her being a a bitch. But there's something about her leaning so heavily into being like the nicest possible person. We were working with kids and she made this in my I think she was doing it to get under my skin. No, she wasn't. But <laughs> she would like bend over to every kid and be like, "What's your name? Are you going to dance with us today? Oh, I'm God. so excited to have you show me dance." And she was just like hugging the kids and doing all this shit. I'm like, we fucking get it. Oh You're God, gorgeous. how You're does she good with kids? At one point, a kid's mic pack fell off, and she like reattached it. I'm like, you do sound? <laughs> it was a little. She was laying on a little thick, but yeah, she was fucking gorgeous. She was wearing a white crop top and light gray leggings. Oh, fuck, are you serious? What was her stomach like? Was it like muscular? It was. It was muscular. She was showing a sliver of skin, and it was like muscular she had like a big ass which i also found annoying because she's so tall and slender like do you think it's it could be fake that's possible do you how was her face did she look like done up or it's so hard to tell well i do know about the burka pictures of course Mm -hmm. as i mentioned last week yeah so i was kind of like looking to see and yeah i mean it's got that it's got like a little bit of a tightness and like a plumpness that now that I know that maybe she's had work done, you're like, okay, yeah, I can kind of see that. That's the thing with good work. It's, like, so subtle, mm-hmm. and the person is so gorgeous underneath, you, like, can't really tell where the work begins and the gorgeousness ends or the other way around. Yeah. But, yeah, it was amazing. Did she? Did you see her eat anything? No, but in her room, there's a lot of seaweed and a lot of C2O coconut water. That's the one with the drawings on it. 
Which one is that? It's like has a drawing of a palm tree on it. Oh, is it in the can? Um, no. <laughs> I also found the best coconut water and energy drink of my life in 2018, but I, I don't even know if we have time to talk about it. I think we have, I mean, don't just tease us. So Mojo coconut water, I only see it at this gym I work out at, but I'm Your not gym culture, like your gym is changing you. What's going on? What? I don't like it. It's such good coconut water. And the other drink I have is an it's energy from your drink gym. that I learned about the, at the gym. Okay, what's so Celsius? good? Okay, so the, the energy drink is called Celsius, but ever since I've started posting about it, so many people have come out of the woodwork to be like, I love Celsius. I love it. It's amazing. Like, literally, so many people have DM being like, yes, I love Celsius. So it's a thing. It's a movement. Celsius... Look, I'm on the signs in front of me, and I never thought I'd be on Glowing Up talking about an energy drink. It's like I've been so raised to believe that energy drinks are like the devil. They're bad for you, and I'm sure they are. But it's a fat-burning, side-of-something-something energy drink that healthy people seem to enjoy and drink. A pre-workout energy boost, and you get, like, jacked. And it's when I'm working out at 6 a.m., oh, that's, like, yeah. the thing that gets me out of bed is, no, I'm going to get up and crack open a grape Celsius. Do you buy them at the gym or do you get I Amazon them. Oh, okay, good. Yeah. What's so special about that coconut water? It's the best tasting coconut water I've ever had in my life. It's so fresh and tasty and coconutty. Mojo. Wow. It's good. There is something, so, and this is making me sad now because I probably can't work out for the next six weeks, but there's something that is so exciting and fun to me about caffeinating yourself right before physical activity because yep. you just know it's like those things go hand in hand. They're going to hook each other up. Like you're, you're going to get all the caffeine energy out. It's just, it's such a good feeling. It's like you've earned that highly caffeinated drink. That's what I'm trying to say. to good use. Yes, yes. It's like such a good use of that caffeine. I mean... It's not, you're not just wasting it to like sit and have anxiety. Exactly. It's the best feeling. Wow. I know. There have been so many fun faves this what year. If, but can I ask you, what if I go to Japan, I have the most amazing caffeine products like matcha and lattes, and I can't move? <laughs> I mean, you're injured. Injuries are not easy. They're hard. They're not perfect. You just have to get through them. Would you still drink all that caffeine? Yeah, I mean, I would have one or two a day. I don't think, I don't know if caffeine affects me as strong as you, maybe. Yeah. I mean, look, you might, you might just want one. Mm hmm Don't let the caffeine anxiety prevent you from going to Japan. Really? That's, I think that is what's happening. It's mostly caffeine-related anxiety. Well, it's like FOMO because that's all I've been thinking about. You know, it's matchas. like is drinking the matchas, drinking the coffees, and then walking my ass off and just like feeling like it was such a productive... People get... I mean, injuries are really hard. Like, yeah. they're not just hard physically, but they're hard mentally. Yeah, They I'm really get in the that. way of your life. Yes. I, f I feel sad, for sure. I feel angry and sad. Angry at myself and just sad that, like, what is... What does the next six weeks hold for me? It holds... It's, it's a change. Mm -hmm. And you just kind of got to accept it and do what you need to do to heal. But you also got to let yourself feel these feelings that are really, really like okay to feel of like you're saying anger and sadness. I mean, it really affects your mental. I mean, injuries get people down. Like people have to go, I like felt like I needed therapy after I fucked up my ankle. Like I was just so like my whole world was turned upside down. I felt so helpless and like 
angry and sad. Yeah, like, will you tell me more about how you felt? Like, what was, what bothered you? Well, at, I just, like, had to be on crutches for so long. And that really started to get to me. Like, I remember my low, I, I was like, well, you know, it's just crutches. Like, what are you going to do? You're injured. Like, shit happens. Like, I'll just go out in the world and, like, I'm a strong person. I don't care. But... I remember it started to get me down. Like the lowest for me, and I'll never forget it, is my friend was like, let's go out, let's go out. Like it's Saturday night and I had been staying in every weekend because of my crutches and not doing anything. And oh, I had stairs that go into my apartment and just like going up the stairs on the crutches. It was just like, it's, it was like dehumanizing or something. It was just like so sad. And I would just feel bad for myself. And like, I just felt bad for myself a lot. And I hate that feeling and just like, I would just like want to cry sometimes. And I was like going up a big hill on my crutches and it was hard. But I remember one time my friend was like, let's go out. And I was like, I'll just go out with my crutches. Like, who cares? I don't care what people think of me. Like, I'm on crutches. Like, it's not, it's no one's business. Like, who cares? Yeah. But I went and it was like from the minute we like set foot into the club, it was like, this was the worst decision of my life. Everyone was staring at me. People were like, damn girl, like you're not going to like, nothing's going to stop you from partying. People were like making these weird comments. Uh. And I just felt so like, ugly and like not cute and like yeah you just have to wait for people to hold the door open for you people and it was a crowd and i was like trying to navigate through people on my crutches and people were like this bitch seriously fucking bring crutches to covell like what was she thinking (laughs) and it was just i remember like definitely crying that night that sounds so hard i had no idea that you went through that i mean it was over in like a probably i was on crutches for maybe like a month or something and then it was then it was okay and then it was better. It really makes you realize that our society is so built against people who are disabled. It has to be so challenging to do anything as a disabled person. Like I just feel like, oh, you think you see like, oh, there's a wheelchair ramp or blah, blah, blah. But it's, I, it does, no. it's not enough. It's not enough. You have to rely, it's just like, you're so othered. And like, why is, it's weird. Like you should be able to show up in crutches and people shouldn't like make jokes about it. It's not funny. No, people aren't comfortable mm-hmm. like talking about it or like dealing with it in an accepting way for the most part. By the way, do you still have those crutches? I do. Should I borrow them? Can I? Definitely. They're at my house. How? How Should are we? I'll trade you for oat milk. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm trying to think. Cause crutches aren't a bad option. They're kind of annoying and we have to see if they're tall enough. I think we can make them short enough for you. Uh-huh. And, like, they're not easy. Like, your armpits can kind of hurt. Like, they're not, like, a walk in the park by any means. Like, that's, like, a bit of a workout in itself. Okay. But it might be a good option. Okay. I still... I almost wonder if you could bring crutches and wheelchair. Right. So you can, like, have the option, you know? When I'm walking around the house, like, I feel like crutches is what I need. Like, I feel like... Because I was going to go tomorrow and try some out somewhere but yeah they're expensive you should definitely borrow them really it's like 60 bucks okay yeah that's a deaf borrow okay um maybe we'll we'll, we'll talk about yeah that. we'll figure it out anyways we have to wrap this up but Ugh. i know happy holidays gloomies i know well next week is christmas Ooh. that's gonna be cool we're both hopefully we'll both be traveling Oh, the other reason you need to go to Japan is because there's makeup you need to get me. The eyeliner, right? Yeah. Okay. I saved the photo. Um, okay. Well, we you guys. Love you, Glomies. Have a beautiful 
beautiful holiday season. I know. Thank you so much for listening. And we're so excited about 2019. We have so many amazing guests lined up. I know. And we just can't wait to keep glowing with you guys. Yeah, we appreciate you guys. And we'll see you guys next week. Thanks. Bye. Sure.